Hey, it's Carrie Baxter with Mom Boss Marketing. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the seven lessons that were most impactful to Stephen Larson after working with Russell Brunson for two years and being one of his two comma club coaches. Hey, I'm Carrie Baxter. Welcome to the Mom Boss Marketing Podcast for all my mom bosses out there raising up babies and a business. It's not easy to build a business while raising a family, and let's be honest, most men just don't get it. I'll show you how to build your home business using the internet and social media, using real marketing strategies, not bugging your friends and family. I'll show you how I'm going from ground zero to a big team and a consistent check while raising four kids, a husband, a dog, and two cats. This is more than just business. It's mom boss marketing. Welcome to episode 20. In this episode, we're going to talk about what my friend Steve Larson said were the seven lessons that were most impactful to him into building his business. He worked in Russell Brunson's office for two years. He's a two comma cub coach, which means he's coaching people who are working on making a million dollars. And he said the thing that was the most shocking to him when he was a two comma cub coach was that he was expecting to be teaching people marketing. And he was very excited to do that. And he said after a few weeks, he started to realize that what people needed help with was mindset and that he had to help them with so many mindset things before he could ever start teaching them about marketing, that it was things they were worried about and afraid of and afraid to try and afraid to do. And after building his business and helping all those other people build their sales funnels and do the two comma club coaching, these were the seven things that he put together as being the most impactful to his business. So let's jump into these because these are these are pretty good. Now, Stephen is a sales funnel builder. It's a little different than network marketing, but it is about business and it is about marketing. So stay tuned because I think you will get a lot out of these, especially number, is it number three? Yeah, number three is my favorite. So stay tuned. Okay, lesson number one this one, they're all good. This one's so good. It's all about the framework that you follow, that building your business should be 80% framework and 20% creative. So when you're building your network marketing business, no matter how you're doing it, if you're doing it offline, online, sales funnels, social media, Instagram, Facebook, no matter how you're doing it, what is the framework that you're following? Do you have a step-by-step system that you know what to do every single day? Whether you're in the mood or not, you can write it down, a step-by-step process, and you know what to do every day. So this is basically what I'm putting together in this course that I'm going to be launching next week. And this is the framework of who you should be talking to, how you find those people, how you create Facebook posts to get more people coming to you, how many people you need to reach out to every day, how to reach out to them, what to say, how to sign them up in your business. Like it's a framework that you follow. And if you do that consistently, you don't need to reinvent the wheel every day. It's not like a mystery when you sit down at your computer in the morning about what you should be doing. It's you know exactly what to do because you have a framework. And this has been so helpful to me. I learned a lot of this from my upline and they're so good at this. They've built teams of over 500 people and they're super awesome. But then you still have a little bit of room to be creative. You still have 20% where you can 
put your own images and your own words into your Facebook posts and you're definitely your own personality when you're prospecting and recruiting on, on social media because that's super important. So another thing he said is that after consuming decades of this information and watching other people do it, that how you can tell when somebody is an expert is when they've consumed decades of information and they've put together their own framework, step one, step two, step three. And so when you're trying to learn something, go to an expert and go to a source that can help you see a framework so that you're not trying to come up with it on your own, that you're not just consuming information over and over and over. And like I talked about on the last episode where if you're consuming information from 20 different people, you will be confused And you won't know what you should be doing. So find an expert who's put together their own framework of what works and follow them. And that was where he mentioned that he has the three experts that he follows in marketing and sales and systems. Because those people, those three people that he follows are experts in their niche. And they've put together their own frameworks. And then he can just step in and follow them and learn how to do it. And he said, learn how to be the orchestrator in something and not play every instrument, learn the rules that create cash flow, and not just an exception. You don't want a one flash in the pan, like do this crazy spammy tactic and you'll get a 100 people to reach out to you. But then the next week you have to come up with another crazy spammy tactic, like nobody wants to be doing that. So instead of trying to find an exception that makes you cash once in a while, Find the rules, find the framework that you can follow that will bring you leads and, and sales consistently. Oh my gosh, that one's so good. That could be a podcast all by itself. I love that one. Okay, number two, this podcast might be a little longer than normal because there are seven of these lessons, but they're so good. Okay, so number two, be peak focused, not path focused. So don't be so focused on the path that you need to follow, that you're not looking at the destination. And don't be so worried about knowing everything yourself. Um, let me think how to say this clearly. Like, like own where you are. Like you are where you are. When you're in school, the path is very clear. It's almost like Steve said, you're on railroad tracks. Here's the tracks. Just get on the tracks and follow them. And we do that when we're in school. And then when the tracks end, people don't know what to do. And they kind of freak out and think, no, I don't know what to do. You know, I'm not an expert. I'm not good enough. I'm not qualified. Um, And instead of being worried about not being qualified, I love, I love this quote that he says, the pursuit of the goal is what qualifies you for the goal. So if you want to be a network marketing leader, you can't stand at the bottom of the mountain and say, boohoo, poor me, I'm not a network marketing expert. But reaching for that goal is what qualifies you for the goal. That when you set a goal, of course you're not qualified. It wouldn't be your goal if you already knew how to do it. But reaching for the goal and going for the goal is what makes you become that new person. So let's say you wanted to be a millionaire and the pursuit 
of getting there step by step by step by step of what you needed to do to become a millionaire would qualify you to reach that. All the steps you need to take along the way and all the hardships and the ups and the downs and the mistakes and the failures and the persistence and the consistency and all those things it would take you to get there is what qualifies you so when you get there, you deserve it, you earned it. Um, It's why when people win the lottery, a lot of times within five years, they're in worse debt than before they won. It's because they weren't qualified along the way to reach the goal. So powerful. So own where you are, wherever you are is okay. Nobody's qualified in the beginning. I mean, it makes so much sense when you hear it like that, but nobody's qualified in the beginning. So own where you are. And don't be afraid to talk about it. Don't be afraid to put that in your posts that you're new or you're inexperienced or you're learning and take people on your journey with you. Okay, number three, lean into your constraints. Whatever you think is your downfall can be your strength. That the obstacle is the way. That whatever's standing in your way is the way you're going to get there. And when I think of this, I think of my fear of prospecting, that being afraid of reaching out to people and talking to people is what makes me so good at it now that I had to take baby steps one at a time to get better at it and better at it and better at it. And I probably had to fail more than most people to get over that. But now that's qualified me to teach it to somebody else because no matter how introverted somebody is, no matter how afraid of it they are, I can help them with that. And getting over that has been the way to get to my goals. Um, There's a book by Seth Godin called The Dip. And he talks about how in the beginning we go up, up, up and we reach a little bit of success. And then we kind of reach a plateau where things get hard and then it kind of dips, it kind of goes down a little bit. And he says, success is given to those who endure the most dips. So again, wherever you are is the answer that you can do hard things, you can keep going, whatever you're afraid of, it's a gift, it's a gift. And you can use it to move forward and do hard things. And that Tony Robbins says this, the thing that you're afraid to do is the thing you must do. So lean into your constraints. They're your superpower. I know it's hard to believe, but lean into it, use it, and move forward into your business. And you will be amazed at how amazing that is for you. Like Steve's example was, he was so poor when he got started. And he had to do so many crazy things to make it work. Like riding his bike when he landed at the airport to get to an event and hold his suitcase on his back while he was riding his bike there. But now it is such an amazing story and he doesn't buy anybody's excuses when they say they don't have time, they're too poor, they're too this, they're too many kids, too many failures, I'm afraid of this, I'm afraid of that. Like now those are his superpower and now he's able to help so many other people get past those things. Number four is to change the world, no, change your world before you can change the world that you have. And I love this one because it makes me think of like, um, what's the thing of, oh, you guys will know it if I can figure out how to say it. The um, act, what, think, think global, but act local. How does that go? Act, act local, think global, something like that, right? You want to 
yes, we want to help the world. And yes, we want to save the world. And yes, we want to do all these amazing, huge, big things. But you have to start where you're at. And you have to start locally to make changes. And that is what will change the world. So in sales and marketing and in your business, first, you have to create results for yourself. You have to learn how to make sales. You have to learn how to make money. You have to learn how to build your business and create a lifestyle for yourself. And I don't mean buying fancy cars and flashing dollar dollar bills on Facebook, but taking vacations with your family, donating to your local things, you know, being out in the community, like create your lifestyle here. And then you can use that momentum and that exposure and that money to, to go bigger and bigger and bigger and eventually change the world. But a lot of people try to do the opposite and then they have zero effect and they make zero impact because they're so worried like, oh, I need a million dollars before I can go save the children in Africa. And they're so, you know, they're so focused on making a million dollars that that's, they're terrified and they don't do anything. So think global, act local, change your world before you try to change the world. Number five, the market will always tell you what to do. Now, this is a more of a marketing concept, but it's really, really important that, that you, that you, you don't always know what your customers want. Like we can research and we can guess, but in the end, you don't fill your own wallet. Your customers fill your wallet. So sometimes you have to remove your own opinions and be a good detective about what the market wants and figure out what they want. And you do this by asking your customers, ask in Facebook groups, ask your email list if you have one. But go to the market and ask what they want instead of assuming. It, um, I was trying to think how to give you an example, how it would relate to products or the opportunity. But don't just assume your market wants to make a million dollars. Don't assume they want a fancy car. You know, maybe you should ask them, you know, ask people in network marketing, what's your number one goal? You might be surprised to learn how many people want to make an extra $500. And I have been saying that for 20 years. For 20 years, we've been saying that an extra $500 is life changing, but I still believe that's true. I still believe that a lot of the people I know that an extra $500 would make a big difference in their household finances, that they could put their kids into soccer, they could have given their kids piano lessons, it would get them a better car to get to and from work or a bigger car for their family or two cars. Uh, You can send a kid to college with $500 a month, like there's a lot of things you can do with that. So So make sure you're asking your market what they want and not just assuming what they want. Okay, number six, cash is not king. Cash flow is king. We talked about this a little bit earlier, but again, not going for a one hit wonder, not going for one big sale, but going for a system and a process that will bring you consistent cash flow over and over and over. And this is setting up, you know, systems and processes. And in a funnel, this is figuring out what will get you repeat sales over and over and over, and not just, you know, doing one thing and making some money and then moving on to the next thing and making a little bit of money and then having to start from scratch and start over and do the next thing and make a little bit of money. Maybe in network marketing, this would relate to like changing companies. People change companies all the time. And they never get to the cash flow you know, you can start a new business and you're really excited, you're really jacked up, ground floor opportunity, baby. <laughs> and then 
and then they get sick of it. They get bored. They complain. They don't like their upline, blah, blah, blah. And they change companies and they start over. They never get to the cash flow. You got to stick with something. You got to stick with it and make it work. So remember that you are in business for cash flow. And number seven, number seven is confidence equals competence. I could I could also do a whole podcast on this. Brendan Burchard talks about the confidence competence loop that when you don't and when you're first starting out and you don't have any confidence in what you're doing, if you just get a little tiny bit of skill, a little bit of competence and you take action on that, you get a little bit of confidence. You're like, "Ooh, I think I can do this." And you get a little confidence and you take another step and you get a little more competent. And you, and you get excited, you get some more confidence and you're like, yes, I can do this. I'm moving forward. The more you learn, the more, the less you fear is a quote by Barnes. And I don't think this just means sitting and watching webinars. I think this means doing things and trying things. And so let's say you prospect five people, you're going to learn something from that. And then you'll be less afraid of it. And you'll be a little more competent at it and you'll have a little more confidence and then you'll keep moving forward. Uh, you learn how you learn what you want to do by figuring out what you don't want to do. So for example, I know that I do not want to bug my friends and family. So because I knew that I could find all the other things I was willing to do because I was not willing to do that. So think about what are you good at? What do you do? What do you like to do? And start taking baby steps to move in that direction. If you like Facebook, if you can handle messaging people and talking to people and joining groups and making connections and building relationships, then that's what you should do. If you love creating images and connecting with people on Instagram, do that. If you like having, maybe you don't like making videos in the beginning, but maybe you could try a couple and see if you like it and get a little bit of competence and a little bit of confidence. And you might find that you really like it. I actually really like videos, especially pre-recorded videos on YouTube. So, you know, try a couple of things out and see, see what you'd like to do and see if it's something you can do on a consistent basis to bring in leads and prospects and customers and sales and teammates into your business. If be willing to fail, be willing to lean in and, and, but be real. If a lot of people are making money in an industry and you are not, you're the variable and the problem might be with you. So don't be afraid of admitting like, okay, all these other people in my company are making money. I'm not, you know, it must be me. Like, what can I do to get better? And then be willing to fail, be willing to try new things. And if you don't know what to do, just say it, just tell people, just um, like, like I am not pretending to be a podcasting expert. I am very open with saying I am brand new to this. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm doing it on my phone. I just ordered a microphone. I won't even know how to set it up when it gets here. Actually, it did. It is here, but I haven't. I haven't used it yet for the podcast. So, but I'm really excited. I'll I'll do it tomorrow, and you guys can tell me if you if you can tell a difference in the quality of the audio. Um, but don't you know? Just tell people and be real and be authentic and. You're going to bond with more people and t- again, take people on your journey. People like to see the start, you know, the start and the, the beginning, the middle and the end, because if all you show them is the end and then they don't believe you truly, 
If all you see is somebody's end, that's why people say, oh, they got lucky or, oh, they're naturally good on camera or they're natural salespeople or they're extroverts. So that's why they can do it because they're all, you're only looking at the end. But if somebody can go back and listen to your first podcast or watch your first video or your first Facebook live and they're like, <laughs> wow, they were really bad when they started, then they can relate to you and they're more willing to learn from you because they can see that you are, you are in the place that they're at also at the same time. So those are Stevens, Stephen Larson's seven most impactful lessons that he's learned so far in building his business and in coaching hundreds and hundreds of people who are also building businesses. And I think they're really, really good rules. And hopefully you guys got something out of that. I think the biggest one would be to, to realize that the obstacle is the way and wherever you are is perfect. It's exactly where you should be. That of course you're not qualified to, to have achieved your goal yet because you haven't done the work yet. But as you work towards your goal, you will become qualified and you will be the person that you need to be to achieve that goal. So be willing to lean in, be willing to fail, be willing to go after that goal and reach for it. And I absolutely know you can do it. If you want to join us on Facebook, you can find me on mombosshustle.com and you can find me on my blog at carriebaxter.com. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Mom Boss Marketing Podcast. Come on over to mombosshustle.com and join the conversation and interaction in the Facebook group.